Welcome to All Road 65 Max Radio, where the road ahead gets brighter as we journey toward truth, traveling through our dreams and inspiration into a new reality. It's time, and your ticket is waiting. All aboard All Roads Lead 65 Max with Pamela Henderson. Greetings. Thank you for joining me on BBS Radio, All Road 65. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson. My focus is my mission statement to help create a quality of life through social growth, inspiring Jews to become leaders by establishing partnerships with corporations, donors, sponsors, volunteers, and the community and abroad. I want to welcome my guest today. Andrea McGinty, who is back on the dating scene, both personally and professionally, with her new business venture, 33,000 Dates. As a dating coach and divorcee, Andrea gets it and wants to help single women and men navigate the online dating scene, which is new and scary to those coming out of long-term relationships. She crafts dating profiles that represent the best version of you and builds confidence with expert advice along the way. Before 33,000 Dates Online Dating, Andrea was the original founder of matchmaking service brand, It's Just Lunch, where she played a part in over 4,200 marriages and yes, 33,000 dates. I am the author of the new book, A Journey of a Sapphire, a girl who had overcame adversity on her journey towards success. It is a self-help book to empower every jewel who has or who are going through challenges and obstacles. I hope to inspire you to never give up on your dream. You can purchase the book on Amazon.com, Journey of a Sapphire. By Pamela Henderson, also on journeyofasapphire.com. At last, I want to say thanks again for giving me this interview, Andrea, and welcome to the show. You with me? Andrea? Andrea? Hi, Pamela. Okay, you with me? Pamela? I lost you for a minute. I- I, I sure am. I'm with you, and I love your mission statement. Thank you. Thank you. So, Andrea, where did you grow up, and what inspired you to become who you are today? Well, I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Chicago, and I never had any plans whatsoever to become um, a dating guru, a matchmaker. I mean, this was not my plan whatsoever, but, you know, I, I went to college. I was an accounting and finance major, and um, then in my 20s, um, I was engaged, and I was getting married, and five weeks before the wedding, he called it off, and I was like, no. so this is, the ni- this is the 1990s, right? There is no, there are no dating apps or services yet. We're all just kind of getting used to the internet. I mean, we don't, there's no Google yet, anything. And so 
you know, after my friends would fix me up with their friends, and we all know there's a very limited pool of, you know, friends that your friends have, and especially because the best, you know, (laughs) shot of meeting somebody is like college or grad school or, or, you know, something like that. So, you know, I had this idea, and I thought, you know what, wouldn't it be great? Now, I'm a professional. If I could go to an executive recruiter, a headhunter, uh, you know, about my personal life and basically, you know, say to them, okay, this is me. This is my life. This is what I'm looking for. And have, you know, somebody else actually pick the people for me in a very, you know, professional way. And hence, that's how I came up with the idea for It's Just Lunch, where we started with, we started our first office in Chicago and we interviewed clients, sent them out on lunch dates and, it grew and grew, and we ended up with 110 locations worldwide, and it was it was just a blast, and a lot of marriages, a lot of happy people, but then, you know, okay, one day, I think the Wall Street Journal must have said, like, oh, the dating uh, world is hot, and we had a couple different offers um, to buy it just lunch from both Match.com and then some private equity groups. And at that point, I had just had my one daughter, and I thought, oh, this is a good time to sell. So, you know, I sold the company, but I wasn't done because now we're in, like, the 2010s, and all of a sudden, you know, dating sites and dating apps, everyone's starting to do them, but there's still – there's a big stigma. You know, people are kind of negative about it. People are, like, creeped out about the whole thing. And I thought, you know what? It's because these people, they don't know what they're doing. And I knew this firsthand because one of my brothers was doing it, and he showed me his profile, and he said, can you help me? And I looked at it, and here's this guy, you know, that's a successful businessman. You would not believe, like, the photos he had put up and the profile he had written about himself. And I said to myself, (laughs) oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, I could help these people. I could help these people. Um, And, you know, because with online dating, the most important thing that people are going to see first, because, you know, we're trained now with Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook, you know, to be such a visual society, we look at photos first and we read seconds. And so that's what I built this, my entire business model of 33,000 dates on is helping people especially people like in their 40s and 50s that, you know, are either divorced or came out of a long-term relationship because they didn't grow up with online dating, you know, like a 25-year-old today has. You know, they, they know what to do. The 50-year-old has no clue what to do. So basically what I do is everything. I do a, a one-hour Zoom interview with them, and then I write their dating profile I, I look at their photos a lot of times. I have them get more professional photos taken because selfies just don't work online. And then I coach them from then on, you know, because a lot of times people then online, they start to become like text buddies. They're texting back and forth. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not why we're doing this. We're here because we want to meet people in real life. So I help people with their messaging skills and identifying, you know, people that look like, you know, high potential dates for them. And then they call me after their dates 
and we talk about the dates and we either move on to the next one or, you know, just the other night I got a photo of a client that I've had for quite a long time and she sent me a, a photo in front of the Christmas tree of her and a man she's been dating for a while. And, you know, I knew her when there was nobody. And it just made me, like, so happy. I, I was sharing it with my daughters. I'm like, look, 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 isn't she cute? Doesn't she look happy? Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm a strong believer in online dating if it's done the wrong way. I mean, the right way, excuse me. And I feel like, Pamela, I am rambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Yes, I thank you so much. So tell me, what's your personal motto advice you live by? My my personal? Like your you. personal model. You know how we say, you know, like mine's is, you know, follow the road for my organization. And I stand by that to inspire girls. Right. Um, my, you have mine one? really is. Yeah, I, I would say mine is um, give everyone a chance because you might read somebody's profile online um, and they didn't really know how to write it. They didn't really know what they were doing. Um, if you're 50-50 on somebody uh, and you're sitting on the fence, not sure if you want to meet him or her, I say, go for it. And I also say that it's very, um, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my personal mantras is it's all about self-confidence and a positive attitude. Because if you're not already positive, somebody else can't help you be happy. You, you, have, to, you have to come to that yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, right. if you need a therapist first, go see a therapist. Um, once you've, you know, gotten gotten over your issues or gotten a handle on your issues, then it's time to come to me. And that's yeah. when I, you know, when you're feeling good about yourself. So I, I would say self-confidence and a positive attitude will get you everywhere. So tell me, why is it so hard to get a guy to commit, in your opinion? Oh, hmm. I don't think I buy that at all. Um, no, I think it's got to be the no. I, you know what? I don't buy that because um, a guy that doesn't want to commit, it means he doesn't want to commit to you um, right. or to Absolutely. her. You know, whoever it, it might be. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I see that all the time. You know, somebody who's dated somebody, they've waited for the proposal, they've waited, you know, years for something to happen. And then they're like, oh, he's just commitment phobic. And then what happens? They break up. Six months later, he's married. A year and a half later, he has his to first someone else. baby. Um, Absolutely. So it, it, it wasn't, it's, it's, not a, it's not about you. It's just he doesn't want to commit to you. So I don't, I don't buy that at all when people try to say, oh, he's emotionally unavailable or, you know, he's commitment phobic. Mm -mm. And especially when I see people Spending money, especially on some of the higher-end dating um, sites and apps, they're serious about meeting somebody. You know, it's not like they're doing free apps like Tinder. They're doing ones, you know, that are costing them some money each each month. And to me, that means they have skin in the game. You know, they're, they want something. And generally, that's a relationship. Now, whether or not that means marriage the second time around, you know, I don't know. It's different for everybody. Um 
But um, yeah, I don't buy that whole commitment thing. Mm -mm. I'm with you on that. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Now I mentor young women and I've always, and I'm going to ask you this question that always I am asked. So I always hear women say they feel like when they meet the same jerks over and over again, what advice you feel she is doing wrong? Wait, they're meeting different people that are all jerks to them? Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. You know, like some of the young women, they say, you know, I, I date and everything, but I keep meeting the same jerks over and over again. Okay. I would say that would lead me immediately to a couple possibilities. One, they're looking in the wrong places. So I don't know where these girls are looking, but if they're looking in a bar, if they're looking on a Tinder, which is, you know, much more of a hookup um, app, um, that's the, that's probably the number one issue. They're not in the right places. Um, number two, um, they're, they probably don't have the self-confidence uh, to be looking for the right and choosing the right type of man. So they're not being choosy enough, and they need to build up their self-confidence dramatically before, before they're ready to date then, I would say. Uh, having somebody mentor them about what they're looking for or... The third thing could be, Pamela, just simply stop looking and get involved in your hobbies and things you really love yes. to do. Yes. So, okay. right? So, okay. Let's say right. you love you love art or you love uh, playing tennis. You know what? Get out there and start playing tennis. I, I have one client who um, just started swimming out of the blue during COVID, and she was pretty young. She was in her early 20s. Um, and she had never swam in her life before, but she wanted to learn a new skill uh, during during COVID. And she ended up joining like this little 20-something swim club. And that's where she met the man that she's now been dating for over a year uh, because they have something in common. You know, it, it was right. based on an interest, an athletic endeavor. Uh, there's so many places to go to. Uh, the The fourth thing I would say for, you know, young girls, if, if, like, are, are we talking like young women, the girls from the age of okay, 20, young, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Young, young women. I would say there's some really good things on, um, meetups, like meetups have so many things in every city across the country. So if you're into hiking, there'll be like a hiking group that goes out three times a week. It's a way to really expand your group of friends be, beyond the friends you grew up with, the friends you went to college with, and the friends, you know, professionally that you know from work. It's just a new way to, um, you know, make that circle of friends bigger. And it, it's, the meetups are great because they do so many different activities. And, and they, they all don't have to be athletic. They, some of them are, you know, much more sedate but at least you're in the same interest and you're pursuing something. And before you know it, uh, you might meet somebody or somebody or, you know, another girlfriend might say to you, 
oh my gosh, you should meet my brother or you should meet my cousin. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. So maybe take your eye off, you know, the dating ball and put it on, you know, into you and things you really want to explore for yourself that you're genuinely interested in. So if you hate golf, do not go to the driving range and think you're going to meet men because you know what? Like, it's not something you really want to do, right? Um, right. And I know too many women who have tried that, you know, oh, golf would be a good place. It's mostly men at the driving range. Um, no, they don't even like golf. That That's going to be over <laughs> really fast. So pick something right. you actually like to do or you think right. you'd like to do that you've never done right. before, you know? I always say, too, who are you? Like, I'm very adventurous. So, you know, like, you know, like you said, like with hiking, anything to do with fishing, something to do with um, vacationing in certain places, you know, something, you know, where you meet people. Yeah. And I do agree to that. Absolutely. Right. And, it and is, you know, there's a lot of single vacations, too, that don't, mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are costly, but they don't have to be. There's some that go cycling through Europe on a budget and it's men yeah. and women. So it's not just a bunch of women going together, you know. So there's, there's other ways to look for people besides just on dating apps. And that's one thing I really um, encourage my clients. I mean, they're, they're dating through dating sites and apps, you know, with me coaching them. But at the same time, I tell them, do everything else, too, because it's almost like a karma that I know that sounds weird, but it's almost like it, it's opening you up more to the world um, by just, you know, trying everything. Yeah, I do agree. I, I, I absolutely agree. It's interesting when you connect with people who have similar interests as I, I am girl empowerment. And I believe that when you have behavioral problems, having the right resources, you can overcome and heal from the unwanted behavioral issues to help break the stigma associated with chronic conditions such as anxiety and depression, because there's no way you can date, right? But in your opinion, explain or give an example of how helping someone or how you have helped someone, or I can say, have you ever helped someone that really conquered love and companionship? Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I mean, the major, uh, I would say 25% of the people I help are just as you described. I have two gentlemen right now, one who's 25 and one who's 52, that have never, ever, ever had a date in their life. And really? you can't imagine. Yep, really, really. Um, and, and, and both wow. smart guys. I mean, there's like not anything wrong with them. Um, except mm-hmm. they have a lot of anxiety over mm-hmm. dating. So, for example, the 25-year-old, his thing was, because I said, you know, the best thing you could probably do for a first date is have lunch or grab a drink after work. You know, keep it short and sweet. Um, and he said something to me like, you mean I have to sit across the table from her and talk to her? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do, you do. And then I came up with an idea because that was his thing. It just the nervousness about what to talk about. 
So I found a trend that was going on. I don't know if you've heard of this, axe throwing. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to go do this. If you're adventurous, this is so much fun. So you go, they're all over the country now, and it's become a, a really good thing, a, a, a fun thing to do. You go to this okay. place, and they, they give you an axe, I mean a little axe, and you throw it at these wood targets. They show you how to do it. And so I said to my 25-year-old, I go, how about you take your axe throwing? axe throwing what are you talking about and i'm like look it up i just looked it up he lives in the portland area i I looked it up and i said there's like five of them by you so after the first day let's go axe throwing it only lasts like a half an hour and then go for a drink afterwards don't go for a drink before you go axe throwing go after um and you know what (laughs) that helped him a lot to have an activity yeah. and something to laugh about. Once they right. sat down for a drink, they went and got margaritas afterwards. And they had something to laugh about, you know, like, you know, who missed what target, what happened here. Um, you know, it, yeah. it just, it eased him into easy, you know, e- and, and then the other thing is, I'll keep going with this example, you know, how do you help people? By the time I can get them, on five dates, and five dates, I mean five different women or five different men. By the time I get them on five dates, they are feeling so much more relaxed. The anxiety is almost all gone, and there's more excitement versus anxiety because they've had those practice dates behind them. And right. that, helps, that. that helps so much. Great. That's beautiful. And I, I do agree with that because it gives, especially someone who has anxiety, they can relax and get relaxed, you know, in the atmosphere and everything that nature and get comfortable with the uh, companionship and be able to open up. So that's great. That, I might have to do that. I would love to do that. You know, they're having a little stress oh. and everything and you can throw that axe and I'll tell you, that axe can take away a lot of stress. <laughs> Right. And, and, and believe me, there'll be a lot of laughter on the first couple of throws because nobody knows what right. they're doing at first. <laughs> and and, and right. it's very safe. So, I mean, it, it's just an example of, you know, something unique you can do. But at the same time, you know, I want everyone to be safe. So, you know, when, when he said, he also said to me before this date, he said, how about we go hiking? Because he's really into hiking. And I said, no, if I was her, that's not a safe first date. Um, I don't know you yet. Um, I don't want to go hiking with you. Um, right. You know, I don't want to go in the woods with a first date. Um, so, you know, I explained to him why, why it was a bad idea. Um, and he was just trying to get away with no eye contact while hiking. And uh, But he said axe <laughs> throwing worked even better than hiking. So I was pleased. Oh, that was great. Well, we're going to take a break and we will be right back. Baby, but lately, I'm not in the mood for it, baby. Please don't try 
try to prove me, don't try to play me Could've been me and you in the Mercedes Maybe, but lately I'm not in the mood for it, baby Please don't try to prove this, don't try to play me Could've been me and you in the Mercedes Closet full of edge, up and retro Shawty stole my heart, she was a clip though Way she move her body, shawty special Buying games, left me twisted like a presso Burn that boy smoking, yeah, yeah, yeah You on the bench, I'm a player, player, player From 20 inch, they gon' stare, stare, stare back Wood blow the smoke in the air, air, air Bottle of Lusser Rock, we on that vodka Smoking in my section like a roster No, I keep that weapon, I'm a shot though We are not the same, you an imposter Bottle of Lusser Rock, we on that vodka Smoking in my section like a roster No, I keep that weapon like a shot though We are not the same, you an imposter Baby, but lately, I'm not in the mood for it, baby Please don't try to prove me, don't try to play me Could've been me and you in the Mercedes Maybe, but lately, I'm not in the mood for it, baby Please don't try to prove me, don't try to play me Could've been me and you in the Mercedes She keep touching on me Need another drink, my cup is on E Diamond in my link, ice buckets on me Top shot about while I got nothing on me Nobody wanna be lonely She keep touching on me Need another drink, my cup is on E Diamond in my link, ice bucket on me Top shot up up while I got nothing on me Nobody wanna be lonely Nobody wanna be lonely So I'ma come through Hit her with that combination Yeah, that one too Shorty fire Got it blazing like the sun do No, I do my thing Why they call me Big Chipper Phone always ring For the paper I'ma pick up Sliding with my brother On the caper for a sticker Boy, I do it major Like the liquor You a hiccup She only 23 Old enough to drink liquor She back that thing up Beep, beep Like a pickup No, I do my thing Why they call me Big Chipper Phone always ring For the paper I'ma pick up Sliding with my brother On the caper for a sticker Boy, I do it major Like the Liquor, you a hiccup. She only 23, old enough to drink liquor. She back the thing up, beat beat like a pickup. Maybe, but lately, I'm not in the mood for it, baby. Please don't try to prove it, don't try to play me. Could've been me and you in the Mercedes. Maybe, but lately, I'm not in the mood for it, baby. Please don't try to prove it, don't try to play me. Could've been me and you in the Mercedes. Greetings and welcome back to BBS Radio, All Road 65. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson, and I am with my special guest, Andrea McGinty. We are discussing the dating game. And Andrea says, there is someone for everyone. I also want to take this time and acknowledge Holly Berry. I am Girl Empowerment, and I have been watching Netflix. And I had watched Holly Berry's new movie she directed called Busted. This movie is very inspiring. I loved Holly's role where she plays the ex-fighter finding her way back, recognizing her behavioral problems. And at the end, she had taken responsibility for herself and made history of knowing she was always the champion. She deserves Academy Award, in my opinion. That was Girl Empowerment Movie. I salute to you, Holly Berry. 
I had a joyous conversation with Andrea Maghetti. She is a matchmaker specializing in helping local singles meet and date quality individuals that values, interests, and life goals. She is one of the largest personnel matchmaking networks throughout California. And actually, I should say worldwide. The dating tip. Dating should be meaningful and rewarding, not stressful and miserable in my book. Also, I would suggest for everyone to, if you're single, to try matchmakers or 33,000 dates. It is very interesting. She has some valid points and I know it can change your life. So if you're lonely, reach out to 33,000 dates. I am the author of the new book, A Journey of a Sapphire. It is a self-help book. It will inspire you to recognize behavioral problems. And I, as I say to any jewel, never give up on your vision and your journey. I have reached my destination and it has been a pleasure today. You can purchase my book on Amazon.com, Journey of a Sapphire by Pamela Henderson. Also, hard copies will be available soon by visiting journeyofasapphire.com. Please join me next time on BBS Radio All Road 65. And if you have not done so, subscribe on my website, allroad65max.org and receive the monthly Sapphire News. I am also on Patreon.com, AllRose65, and follow me on IG, Pamela H. Inspires Jews. I leave you with this quote of the day. A big part of our growth lies in our ability to receive. How good can you stand it? Dane Stevens. Thank you so much and do have a wonderful day.